Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. And we're here in the post-Halloween sort of drag towards, what, Thanksgiving and uh, yes. Kwanzaa and Christmas and uh, uh, the holidays, you know. Yeah. The, who gives a shit? I mean, seriously, at this point, who even gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> the time of year when I know I have to look forward to cooking two massive meals within like uh, right around a month of each other. Yeah. And have and have everybody in my house, which I'm not going to say I don't enjoy the family and the camaraderie and, and all that that goes with it and everything. It's just that I'm a guy that likes I started frying turkeys um, probably three years ago. And I started off doing it the worst possible and deadliest way, which is using the oil-filled turkey fryers. And then I was turned on to air fryers, which it works very similarly to the ones that you have in your kitchen that you would use for making, you know, French fries or, you know, fish. I guess you can cook fish and chicken in those things too. I, I don't know because I don't generally uh, – unfortunately, I don't get to eat that much fish. But uh, it's like – a it, almost, it looks almost exactly like the oil-filled ones, but you hook it up to the old propane tank and fire it up, let it get warm, and then put the bird in there. And it – excuse me. It takes uh, – I want to say probably about a half the time that it was taking to cook uh, in the hot oil, and you get a nice, you know, healthier alternative. It's not filled with oil. You get a lot more, you know, juicy meat and, and everything else. I'm not going to say that the oil cooking wasn't delicious because it, it was. It was fucking phenomenal. But this way is a little bit more healthy and a little bit less time consuming and a lot less uh, cleanup. Let me tell you that, because uh, getting rid of like two and a half, three gallons of fucking oil after you've cooked a bird in it. Oh, my God. First, yeah. you got to let it sit and then you got to get it out of there and dispose of it properly was a nightmare. This all I got to do is wipe it out and fucking stick it under the overhang at my back door and it sits there and gets seasoned by the season and weather and, and squirrels that happen to go inside of it and poop and, you know, you get all that good nature. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I wasn't counting on that part, but other, no. otherwise it sounds great. <laughs> mm -hmm. So my parents have decided to do a virtual Thanksgiving this year. Um, so we're all going to get on zoom. Oh. I'm facilitating this of course, because I've got the pro account for zoom and <laughs> you're a pro and, zoomer. I know. Try not yeah. to jerk yourself off too hard over that one. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> whatever the 1299 a month. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Hey, 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 just, uh, just remember the, to not masturbate while conducting meetings and everything will be just fine. Oh God. Yeah. They are going to have my. For the the really cool thing is that my brother will be joining us and his family, so that's going to be kind of neat. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you get yeah. Uh, you get to visit with him, and he's all the way over on the left coast. Yep. Yep. So and uh, he's he's um, he's uh, I don't know what I was going to say there. So I'll <laughs> he's an incredibly um, talented drummer he's a great and guy. Uh, and yeah, a good father and, and an all around agreeable guy. Yes. Yeah, he's my brother. I love him. He's awesome. He, in many ways, he's like, uh, I don't know, like a role model. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily 
That's kind of a heavy pressure to put on somebody, you know what I mean? But he was a role model when I was younger, for sure. I yeah, just well, view him as a older friend. Older siblings always are, yeah. Yeah, he's a friend who I look up to. I, 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 his opinion matters to me. Maybe that's what I should, how I should phrase it. It his matters to me. You know, in a world where a lot of people have a lot of opinions that I just don't want to hear because I do care a lot about what other people think about me in the world. Um, uh, his is an opinion I always want to hear. So, and often, you know, seek out. So. That was know. sweet, Tommy. Yeah. Well, that was you know, nice. Trying to be real here. I feel the same way about my brother. He is, uh, you know, super important in my life. Was very important in shaping me into who I am uh, and setting a good example. Well, mostly good examples. I'm sure there were some that weren't good, which I'm sure you have some like that too. <laughs> but it, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like bad example, like, you know, murdering hookers and how to properly stuff them into five-pound buckets and yeah. get rid of them without being, you know, caught. More like... You know, he smoked or drank or something like that. And I thought, oh, that's cool because my brother did it. That kind of, you know, small bean stuff. Yeah. And you're going to probably yeah. try anyway. So, you know, no big yeah. deal. But, uh, yeah, so so we're not going to my parents' house this year, Jennifer and I. And my dad's like, uh, my mom's like, we'll happily give you all the money so you can make all the trims and trimmings and everything. It's like, mom, we'll just make some pizza. You know, you ought to do. You ought to go get yourself like a couple of hungry man turkey, uh, you know, turkey TV dinners with the stuffing and the corn, and then you could get like a can of, you know, gelatinous um, cranberry sauce, which is the greatest cranberry sauce ever, far superior to the weird actual cranberry sauce. <laughs> and you guys could sit there and and enjoy a turkey meal, you know, uh -huh. if uh, if, if uh, a certain kitten will allow you to do so. I, I, no, he will not. Not unless we shut him in the bedroom. Yeah, he would go nuts over that. I guarantee it. Oh, for sure. Oh, Jennifer made some tuna uh, or some some mac and cheese with tuna in it the other day, mm -hmm. and we discovered that his obsession over mac and cheese is is complete. He He's is... definitely that. He definitely came from my house because I am obsessed with macaroni and cheese. Yeah, I know you are, and that's kind of where I think he might have gotten it, but. That cat, no matter what meal we're having, that cat will sit at our feet and climb up our legs. If I'm, you know, if I'm standing up eating, it's about the only thing I can do if he's in the room. And it's only a matter of time before he figures out how to jump up on the counter and then he'll be able to get at me again. So yeah. I have to stand in the middle of the fucking room eating from a plate that's precariously held out like a server in a restaurant, you know. It's or he just, gets locked into the other room every night around dinner time because that's yeah. sometimes we'll we'll feed these guys in a separate room at the same time that we're eating. Only very very few and far between them we've done that, but that keeps them off of us for at least you know twenty minutes. We can we right. can sit and eat like human beings and not like we're fucking um, eating the first meal we've had in decades and uh, we're cavemen or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuffing yeah, everything in your mouth furiously. Well, it's like Jennifer's like sitting there on the on the on the counter. Yeah, she's sitting on the couch. <laughs> she's sitting she's, on the counter. See, that's part of the problem. You're setting a very bad example. <laughs> no, she's sitting on the couch and she's trying to eat and she's chewing and she's got one hand up in the air with her food, you know, like at like 
as high as she can hold it above her head, and the other hand, she's brushing the kitten away. Yeah. Like, like, okay, get away, get away, you know. And it's like, finally, she's like, would you please put him in the damn room? I would like to eat for for once. You know, so there was is, another. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. There was another option that we used to do. We had this thing we called the kitten octagon, which it was basically like an octagon shaped uh, little thing that we had for when um, our other young cats that were kittens only last year. Um, we used to take and put them in that and they could see us. So they wouldn't be as weird about us putting them in it while we ate dinner so that they would leave us alone because it was the only way. Because it's funny, when you've got three kittens, four kittens, whatever, they learn – Now you fortunately don't have this, but they learn different attack strategies. Like if we all attack from a different side of the table at once – they couldn't possibly get all three of us. Or right. if we all gang up in one spot, they can't possibly get all three of us. You know, that's what they that's what they started doing. So we had to take measures. And when we had people over, we would take and put that upstairs in the hallway. They could still hear us. They could see us if we walked past the top, walked past the staircase, but they weren't where they were able to get at us, which seemed to work pretty good. And taught them a lesson. <laughs> Yeah, you go to jail if you keep jumping at the table. Well, we have, yeah, and that we've tried that with uh, with uh, Simon, but but he's fearless and he doesn't really take to being taught lessons. <laughs> his, 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 he's like, all right, well, I'm out now. You know, whatever. If you put me in a room, I'm out now. <laughs> Fuck your lessons. Yeah. I don't even remember why I was in there. Yeah, I forgot what I was doing five seconds after you put me in this room. <laughs> am I a cat? Who are you? What? <laughs> I am. I am. I found today, and it kind of made my heart hurt just a little. I found today on Reddit uh, a subreddit called Kittens to Cats. Or mm-hmm. From Kittens to Cats, I think. And it's uh, just images of, you know, people as people's cats as kittens and then it's like a year old five years whatever and in every single one of them the kitten looks different when they're older like not just their facial structure and all that of course but like their coloration changes a little bit um it's really interesting how it's like it matures like Mm -hmm. it, it like it's sort of amorphous as a kitten and then it just sort of takes on a shape at adolescence and stays there but um you know, it just makes me wonder a little bit, like, what he's going to look like in a year. Because he has got such amazing markings and everything. And I I don't think that changes. I think maybe it stretches out a little bit. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm hoping that it stays because his, uh, his sister, actually both of his sisters, we call them the twins, even though the one has white feet and the other one doesn't. Uh, they both have that circular marking on their sides and everything too so Mm -hmm. uh there's a good chance that they might uh that they might retain that i'm hoping they do because i've never seen a cat with circles on their sides like that that we've had yeah so i think that'd be cool to to see how that turns out but uh, i I don't don't think eh. it'll go away but like i think i've noticed like the change in the face the coloration Mm -hmm. like distribution of the face Uh, it would be like instead of a shroud it's the whole face or you know what I mean? Like as the cat got older, like the coloration on the hair of the face just decided to change. And he's such a handsome little dude too. He is. He's and I love his little nose because 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 most kittens, most cats' noses are pink and his is black. 
and I just think it's cute as hell. All right. We've been in the uh, Cat Appreciation Society for, you know, 10 minutes now. <laughs> Is there anything else? <laughs> no, I don't think so. We can go to a musical interview, I think. <laughs> So speaking of musical interludes, our friend Jimmy wrote to us. Uh, he had been listening to a recent episode. I couldn't say exactly which one. Uh, we missed I've, you, Jimmy. We had well, he's been here all along. He's just not had a lot to say. That's all right. Said okay. In your last podcast, you hit on a musical topic, which made would made me think of something that you may not know about. Did you know that before Mariah Carey became the big pop star that we know? today started singing out singing i'm sorry started out singing alternative music i feel this is something you guys need to look up and take a listen to i was totally surprised it was really good something that i would actually pop in and listen to on a regular basis oh and hey what's up guys i haven't sent you something in a while sorry for that we did take the opportunity to uh, listen to this. It took me a little bit longer because, you know, I'm um, stubborn about things and just do them at my own pace. Mm -hmm. But <laughs> but I got to say, uh, I was I was kind of pleasantly surprised and yeah. I almost didn't believe that it was her. Yeah, I would know. At first, I was looking for proof that it was her because <clears throat> A lot of the Mariah Carey fans were saying it was her, but I wasn't seeing anything accredited to her as the singer. I was, I was like, okay, well, okay, she wrote this song. Maybe, she, you know, that makes sense, sure. Um, but apparently, she is actually singing. Yeah, the, and in, and in the, the girl in the video is her friend in this band. Yes, that is that is supposed to, you know, is the quote unquote singer. Uh, was was also singing, I believe, but um, Mariah Carey's tracks were enhancing hers or something to that effect. It reminded me a lot of like a mix between Veruca Salt and Hole. There was a I lot was of that going Hole, on yeah. in there. I was thinking Hole. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I it reminded me. A I lot did. I really like, liked it. Yeah. And apparently this was around the same time she put out one of her big albums. Like, uh, like uh, I can't remember what the, they said the name of it was now, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. The only song that I can tell you for certain, or the only thing that I can tell you for certain that Mariah Carey sings is uh, is the All I Want for Christmas is You because it's on the radio ad nauseum yeah. during the holiday season. And yeah. I have to say... Mariah Carey has an amazing vocal range, is a very she attractive does. woman, and 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 everything. So I am completely aware of her, but unfortunately, I can't really name a whole lot of stuff that she does because it's just not the genre of music that I listen to. Right, typically. right, exactly. I, I have to say the same. I mean, there was one song that I really liked because uh, I had a crush on a girl and I related it to her. Um, in my you were head. related to her? I related it to her. Oh, oh God! In Ooh. my in my head, kind of yeah. scared her for a second. No, she was my cousin. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, no, I related that to her in my head. Like like when I heard that song, I thought, oh, you know, it made me think of her, and and so uh, I had that song like sort of as like a part of my playlist for a while. And this was when I was in a, like high school, hmm. but you know. Oh. I'm not really a fan of Mariah Carey's work, but I, I mean, this 
uh, this track I really enjoyed. What was the name of the track? Uh, do you remember? I do not. I just remember that the band was called Chick. Chick, right. I Hold I on, can't remember the name, yeah, of the... Um... Demented. Yes. That was it. Yeah. But Pretty I'm, good song. I mean, yeah, and I, I unfortunately did not get to listen to, you know, a whole lot more uh, of it. But I am going to look it up and continue to look at it because basically, like, you know, just recently I, I finally remembered to look at it. And, uh, you know, I still thought it was really good. I really did. And it, when it was very um, – for the time when it was done – was uh you know a very poignant style of music it was kind of like a uh uh i don't even know how to describe like what was hole it was kind of like like alternative grunge Grunge. kind of a thing you know it was it was very it was very easy to listen to though and like i found myself tapping my foot so i said it like it kind of like i didn't like hole that much but i love veruca salt and it kind of like the the singing and the tone of the voice and everything kind of reminded me of uh, of uh, Courtney Love singing, but the music itself mm-hmm. didn't really feel like oh, it felt like it was actually better than Hole. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. I think it was the vibe. It gave yeah. off a whole type of vibe, you know, um, just the kind of the smeared makeup and the sort of the desperation. And the video in, was in really good. Um, yeah, the video is very yeah, very it was good. I thought and grainy and you know, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. There's another track that's on the same channel, the Chick Vivo, and um, I didn't like it as much. It was a little more poppy. But how do you, just, how do you go from that case. dark sound Speaking to like bands, something poppy? I I don't know. Huh. It was it was sort of poppy. It was I don't know. I don't know. Quite yeah, how I will, I'll have it. to do have that to then. Maybe report it, back later. I don't recommend. I I don't recommend that particular track. Uh, just wasn't my taste. But it wasn't bad. I just didn't. There was nothing special about it. I guess there was nothing like, oh, there's a great hook. You know, yeah. I didn't really. I wasn't feeling it. Just like I wasn't feeling a video that you sent to me. <laughs> Which, what did morning. I send you this morning? Oh, the journey thing. Don't well, yes. My point in that wasn't. I mean, I yeah. am not a journey fan by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think. Good. I think the good, only good, person good. I know that is a big journey and Steve Perry fan was your sister. She was. I remember yes, her going nuts when Steve Perry came to the area, probably right after we got out of high school, probably about the year we graduated. And me thinking to myself, wow. She really likes Steve Perry, and uh, and yeah, the point does. of what I was sending you there because you had sent me uh, some stuff that we'll talk about when I'm done talking about this was that it seems like Journey was chasing lead singers that sounded like Steve Perry when he left for like years and years, and they found this uh, mm-hmm. fellow Arnell Pineda who sounds exactly like him. It's fucking insane when you listen to it i did listen to it it was just 
I don't know. At a certain point, I just was hearing Journey, and it was, like, making me mad and sad. <laughs> you were like, I just shit off because I don't want to hear Journey. I listened to the whole I got thing. It. I was just oh, I was oh, so underwhelmed that I didn't pick up on the fact. Because, okay, so it starts out with, and again, I don't like Journey, so we'll just pre- we'll just assume that that's already factored into this. Already I'm sad. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there's Steve Perry, and that makes me more sad. And 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 I'm like, okay, but he does have a pretty good voice. Um, he uses it for shit, but you know it's there. And then, hey. and then there's these two guys. There's like you know eight and a half intervening minutes of two clips of these two other bozos that singing sound, like shit. Yeah, that sounds terrible. The one guy did sound a lot like Steve Perry. The other guy, I it was the audio was so bad that I couldn't yeah. really I couldn't really tell. But then you get Arnel Pineda who is who is uh, a Filipino mm-hmm. and sounds exactly like Steve Perry. That was the only thing. Like take everything else and just brush it aside. Your dislike for Journey, the fact that it is Journey or whatever. But for, to me, when when one person comes from such a different place in life and sounds exactly like another person, it just it blows my mind every time. I, I well, get that. I guess I didn't really have you know, that background. That's what blows my mind. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it, it's worth it's worth a listen. Maybe maybe I'll put a link to something that is does not include those other two fellas, and something that is a little bit clearer, where you can actually hear. It's almost like if you closed your eyes and listened, you would think you were listening to the same person. I think, and it's it's it it's it's amazing. And apparently, the guy actually was. A fan of Journey, but I think you know if if you have the ability to to imitate somebody to that extent, you become a fan of whatever it is that you're doing. Um, are you a, a familiar with the band Greta Van Fleet? Of course, I am. Guy sounds so fucking much like uh, uh, Robert Plant. Robert Plant. They, yeah, they, 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 everybody's calling them Led Zeppelin ripoffs, and my, uh, my answer to that whenever I've heard somebody say it is, well, you got a lot of bands that cover Led Zeppelin stuff that aren't Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin is not making any more music. This is a way for me to get fresh music in the style of one of my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. And... You know why? Why would I complain about it? Why? Why do I got to be shitty about something that I enjoy? I love it. That's well, and that's the thing, isn't it? It's 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 this gatekeeping bullshit mentality that you're yeah. not good enough for this, or this isn't good enough, or whatever it is. It's like, oh, this guy is just ripping off. Well, you know what? If people like it, then fucking you sue them, you know, because not I don't think that. that Jimmy Page or Robert Plant are suing them. No, you they've actually I mean? said that it's it's flattering yeah. from what I recall. But the thing is, it isn't like these guys just yesterday picked up guitars and said, hey, we're going to be Led Zeppelin, and they were suddenly famous. They have been working for years and years to hone mm. their craft. And so right. what if they use a lot of the same tones? There's no fucking – there's no copyright on that. There's nothing wrong hey. with it. In fact, it's flattering when somebody wants to be like you. Turn on any cumulus media station on any part of the United States and you'll hear the same shit over and over again across two 
decades. The music sounds the same. Yeah. It all sounds like the band Stained or the band Creed or well, the band Godsmack or something like that's it. That's exactly it what, the same. what what hard rock and metal have become now. And I say this all the time because our local station, 105.7, if like I, I absolutely cannot listen to that station anymore because everything sounds like Disturbed or Stained or one of them and they're all fucking whiny about everything and it, everything's downtoned and it really isn't anything but power chords mm-hmm. and it's it's all the same stuff man i'm yeah. I, I don't i don't want to be depressed but yeah. this music makes it even worse but you know <laughs> you get on spotify or you get on like like pandora or <clears throat> some other music service that allows for some randomization you can make a really you know solid playlist and spotify has a tool that says make a duplicate pay, play, playlist similar to this one. And it basically mm-hmm. just grabs tracks from like related artists and, and, and like just tangentially grabs stuff and p- compiles it along with what's likely to be tracks that you'll really like quite a few tracks that you've never heard before. And um, it just offers you that as a like sampler. And it's, I much- love Spotify. I love Spotify too, and it, that it, that feature is much better than their weird weekly list of new stuff that they recommend for you. Yeah, because it's never is anything com- that I want. Yeah, whoever <laughs> is compiling that, whatever algorithm that they're using to compile that, doesn't understand me at all. No, I, I've spent you know probably in the last two months, I probably spent about forty hours listening to the body, and like like. 80 hours listening to Deftones. Why am I getting like dance style, like, like, like R and B stuff, like, you know, added to my playlist. And hey, why is people... so much of it? Like, like this weird <laughs> power ballads with no vocals. Like, I, it's not that I don't like some of that music, but I'm not listening to it right now. I haven't listened to anything like that since last summer. People enjoy reggaeton, and perhaps one time I listened to it out of curiosity, but I don't need it to be in my recommendations constantly yeah. because it's just not what I like. There's nothing wrong with it. People who listen to it, I'm glad you enjoy it. Like, I enjoy everything in my playlist is – well, that's not really true because I do have, like, a pretty wide-sweeping variety in there. But the stuff that I listen to all the time pretty much centers around uh, heavy metal or, yeah. or blues. That's like the two genres that I listen to the most. And outlaw country from the seventies and stuff like that is, and, and old country, like from the, you know, fifties and stuff. I love mm-hmm. that stuff. But, but yeah, when it, when it throws a curveball, I mean, I'm like, I appreciate that you, you want me to experience something new, but for God's sake, put it in the ballpark. That's why I like on Spotify. There's a band I like. If you scroll down to the bottom they have uh, similar artists. Yeah. Do you know how many bands and singers and everything that I have found because I've gone down there and looked at that and Absolutely. been like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. You know. Fans who like this band also like dot, dot, dot. Um, yep. I've also discovered that there is a wealth of podcasts on Spotify. Ours included. I don't know. I know. It always tells me to listen to ours. It knows. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, I just think Spotify is like one of those great services that like 
answers the questions, how does one make profit uh, streaming media? Uh, and I don't know how the hell they, they, they do it. Like, I don't know how they're able to afford so much great music um, off of my whatever I pay a month because I don't pay a lot um, compared to how much money they must be making from commercials. So I'm assuming that the people who don't pay for it are actually sort of casual listeners that listen to it a lot more or don't care about commercials. Yeah, and the, like the, free, the premium the free is for like the, the power users. The free version does suck. Which, you know, only because – and the commercials and everything, whatever. You get commercials on the radio too. That's that's what you get with it. But the thing right. – the other thing like radio, you can't you can't really skip. You can't really choose what you want to listen. You can choose a genre, but that's about it because uh, we, we had the free one before we got the premium. And I've had the premium for, I don't know, probably five years now. And that's all I listen to, literally. Yeah, I don't listen to the radio anymore because I'm like the radio is a fucking waste. If they sold me a vehicle, I the only thing I need the radio for is so that I can hook my phone into the AUX and play the music off Spotify. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I I have I have a out on like an external not an external but like a, yeah an external um, memory chip on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can download these huge playlists that I make onto the phone so that I'm never in a spot where I don't have the ability to access my music. It's like basically, so I basically have the entire library as if I have the MP3s, but they're entirely owned by uh, uh, Spotify. So if I ever let my thing relapse, you know, my la- my payment lapse, then I lose all my music temporarily. But yeah, it doesn't well, go anywhere. It'll be right back there when I start paying for it. That's again. that's not true. Because we've lapsed a couple of times because I don't actually pay for mine. I know. I'm a freeloader. What? But uh, it, it is all legal and paid for. I'm just saying I'm not the one who shells out the money. I'm part of a group sure. of, uh, of like what the five of us or six of us that, that use the account, which is within the, you know, within yeah. what they allow. But, um, when you, when, when they, when they drop you back, like if you miss a payment or something like that, you go back in all the stuff you saved is gone. If you miss a payment, well, you know, like I'm saying, like like if, if you don't pay and they knock you back to to the regular free instead of being in the premium, huh. everything everything uh, that you saved is not saved anymore. You have to go back and do it all again. That must be new. That must be a new thing because there were a couple of times where I paused my payment for months. I actually went in and said, you know, I'd like to switch to the free version for a while, and I didn't lose any playlists. So that's really interesting. I've had it happen twice hmm. over the last I don't know how many years it's been, but it it wasn't something that was new. It did it did happen and it was frustrating, but thankfully I'm so um, you know, um uh, one-dimensional sometimes in the stuff like if I get caught into listening some listening to something, I'll just play it until I'm so tired of it I can't listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was relatively easy for me to jump back in there and be like, okay, we'll pop in some Led Zeppelin. There's my Black Sabbath playlist. Here's all of Anthrax. You know, here's Slayer, and here's this, and here's that, and I'm good to go. Yeah, I always see you pop up in, in Spotify when I'm listening to stuff. Like, you'll be in my friend activity. 
Mm-hmm. Right, let's see here. High Road, Mastodon. Nice choice. Yes. Right now, right now, my niece is listening to Something to Believe in by Young the Giant. She is obsessed with a band called Mothica. As I was like, I, I, I texted her the one day. I was like, so you like Mothica a little bit, huh? And she started laughing. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've only noticed that every single fucking time that I'm on Spotify, <laughs> you've listened to some Mothica. Like, I don't know how to look at full playlists, but I'm willing to bet that if I could look at full playlists, it would just be Mothka this, Mothka that, Mothka this, Mothka that. I've never heard of Mothka. What are they exactly? Uh... She is a artist who deals a lot with uh, like mental illness and, and, and addiction. Oh. Um, uh, she's sort of like trance, trancey and, and kind of spatially and little bit poppy it's good it's good stuff um, i feel super old right now because i'm like what do mothica do like it was yeah. a group of people I, I i finally i finally tripped over that one there where i called a person uh, a group <laughs> like an old person <laughs> what is this anthrax thing you're speaking of who is who's, that guy <laughs> who's pink floyd he sounds like a nice man <laughs> <laughs> i just did it Eh, we are going to have that moment. Mm. We're all going to have that moment at some point in our lives. One time one time, I, 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 I uh, was talking about Lily Allen, and someone said, how do you know what a Lily Allen is? <laughs> <laughs> it was so out of left field, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> that does sound... <laughs> sound like uh, something that would tickle me uh, and I'd be, that people would be getting mad like why are you laughing be like I, I'm sorry <laughs> it's what you just said how do I, how do you know what a, a, a Willie Allen is <laughs> he's got the name wrong and everything <laughs> I love it hey we skewed a little bit off track here while we were uh um, you know, uh, kissing the kiss, kissing the gloved hand of uh, of uh, Spotify there for a moment. Sure. What about the the uh, the other uh, sound alike that you found? That was fucking astounding. Oh, the Michael Jackson guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So there's so two guys. Good. There's two guys, and I'm gonna have to scroll back here a little bit. So this is one guy. Who has a whole look, you know, he like he's made up to look like the king of yeah. pop. He's, he he but they're in this like he's filming and they're in like this it looks like they're in a public bathroom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I mean it, it more or less place. did. <laughs> I mean that's what I appears to be, but these guys are in there and this guy goes, Just leave me alone and he's just he just belts it out and it's like holy fucking shit, Michael Jackson's in the room. <laughs> and that one's incredible. And we're going to post all this stuff on, on dembeans.biz. Dot biz, because we mean business. But there is another one that I think is even more incredible. There's this guy in Brazil. He's a taxi driver, and he sings like Michael Jackson. He sings like he's doing uh, Billy Jean is Not My Lover. What's amazing about it is I'd be willing to bet my paycheck that dude does not know more than three functional pieces of English sentence like at all like he probably goes like airport like how to go to the bathroom shit like that like mm-hmm. basic shit you know what I mean like like to, mostly to help tourists that are coming into his cab 
and that's it. This guy has somehow memorized fanatically the entirety of the lyrics to Billie Jean. And was belting that shit out. Belts it out like a fucking god. It's just incredible. He sounds exactly like Mike. And, you know, it's just incredible. The guy is got a phenomenal talent. And it reminds me of there's there's a, a movie called Carlito's Way. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a scene in it where this club owner comes in and he's talking to um, uh, uh, Al Pacino. Yeah. So Pacino's talking to him, and and, and I listened to I, I was like watching the uh, the the commentary on it, and apparently that guy had memorized all of his lines um, phonetically because he didn't speak a word of English. That's amazing. It's amazing to me. Like that is first of all, you've got somebody who is an actor or a singer, so right there, you know, you've already established a line of talent. You know, and then to have them do something like that, like I can't the closest I can come to. And I wish I could share this with you right now is this. There's this Italian uh, guy named Adriano, something or another. He did this song called uh, Prison Cola, something in other Prison Colio or something like that. And it's um, this Italian guy trying to show. American speakers, like American English speakers, what it sounds like to hear American English if you're not an American English speaker. Hmm. And it's just random stuff. It, it, it's, but it's got like, it's, it has a certain like composure to it that makes you feel it's one legitimate language. Um, and it's a pretty cool song. I'll have to pull it up for you. Yeah. I'd, I'd be we'll interested in hearing that. You know what I always, uh, the only person who I could possibly imitate uh, if I was singing is that uh, Russian guy that was like, (laughs) you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, I think I do. I might have just done the worst impression of it ever. You probably did. I don't think i know who you're talking about hang on i'm thinking of that guy who's the french singer uh who sings like he sounds like the fucking uh the fucking singer from uh fifth element but it's just one dude no the guy sang uh his name was edward keel k-h-i-l you know the uh yeah i don't maybe i did do a really bad impersonation of it but when i looked it up I managed to find the guy. I know that he that he uh, that he died in 2012, and I was like, "Oh, that's so sad," because there's literally uh, only one you know video that I knew of where he was singing, but it was phenomenal. You know, I think that what would have kept him safe for longer would have been uh, Herma. Do you know what a Herma is? I, I, I do know what a Herma is. Uh, I did not prior to uh, it being brought to my attention. And I, I have some I have some questions. <laughs> quite quite so, possibly uh, the weirdest Herma, thing I've ever wife, seen. 
Yeah, my I'm, I'm working today, and my door opens up, and my wife comes in, and she sits down, and she's looking at her phone. I'm like, okay. And this happens a couple of times a week where she'll just feel compelled to break my work cycle on her own to come and deliver me something that she's learned from uh-huh. a podcast. And today it was, have you ever heard of a herma? It's like there's like a head statue and then a block and then like balls and a dick yeah. and pubic hair. We want to memorize and two like, things for this person, oh. their head and their other head. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, I'd like to uh, protect my property, so I'm just going to have this guy's dome and also his dick and balls. <laughs> and for some reason, a pubic thatch like is super important. Well, you know, they didn't have the ability to uh, to have everything shorn quite so so close as they do now. So, you know, a little bit of pubic thatch would uh, would do it. But the interesting thing about the whole thing is, which is so I was I read the whole thing about it is that it's usually the head of Hermes mixed, and, like, the name will be, uh, like, there were names of these that were, like, Hermes is always the first, and then they mix another name, like, like for another uh, 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 Greek, um, oh, what am I thinking of here? Not gods, but something, you know, like a, another Greek story, the uh, the protagonist or what have you. And but it's always like the same fucking shaped head. It seemed like it's always a bearded face that is supposed to be Hermes. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a blocky penis with Hermes head as a dickhead and then its own dick and balls underneath. I, I don't like the whole thing. This is so weird. It was like the laziest or like uh, or like, you know, well, we decided to do a bust and a bust plus. We decided to do a bust and add genitals. What do you think? Yeah, it's very strange. It's 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 like it feels like. If you're looking at it, it looks like if I were an architect or not an architect, an archaeologist, <laughs> if I were an architect, architect you I'd were a lady. <laughs> No, if, if I were an archaeologist and I would discover this and had no, like, you know, historical context and I had to just sort of figure it out and, like, the museum was getting mad because I didn't <laughs> have an idea, I'd, I'd finally, I'd say, like, well, you see, they were carving, uh, they were carving out the head and they got impatient because they really liked working on the dick and balls. Yeah. So they just jumped right to that, and then they died before they could finish making. You the, could also the, maybe the say like, "Oh, well, the you know the head guy and the genitals guy both got their stuff done, but then the guy who does the body uh, just walked off. So this is what we were left with. Yeah, the head and the, the head and the genitals are the two most detailed areas, obviously. Yeah, you know how. And you know how hard it is to get a good body guy out of the guild these days? Are yeah, the me? only problem was that the generals were so low on these things that you didn't really have room for legs. It kind of makes me wonder, really? do the Easter Island heads have giant dongs buried deep underground somewhere? Uh, I don't believe that they do. I do believe that they have full bodies, though. They're called the Moa. Yeah, they ought, to, like, they ought to have humongous penises, though, I think, under the ground, too. Just saying. I mean, it seems like it would work, especially if these people took any cues from the uh, from the Herma. <laughs> such a such a weird fucking thing. I have to say, I enjoyed looking it up. 
I like I like looking at these glimpses into antiquity and seeing like like what people thought was important. Like and and, and it is invariable that if you go back to pretty much any culture's beginning, like roots, whether it's Polynesian or European or um you know, Russian or Asian or uh, uh, African, wherever it's from, it always goes back to huge depictions of dicks, balls, breasts, asses. Mm -hmm. People everywhere in the world at their primordial beginnings were absolutely obsessed with dick and balls, vagina, any sexual organ yeah. of any kind was like fetishized to a, a, an enormous degree. And and you know anyone who thinks oh that we're we're really knocking back on good old fashioned values hasn't really been paying attention to the world because good old fashioned values was a giant fucking dick mm -hmm. back in the and day. And I'm I'm still obsessed with all this stuff, so you know. Yeah, you know, just I think everyone doing is. my historical best. Yeah, I think everyone is a little bit obsessed with the dick and the balls. Um, or, you know, the vagina or boobs. Boobs especially. Our society in particular is obsessed with boobs. Yeah. I have I have talked to gay people who have said they love boobs, gay guys, gay girls, straight guys, straight women, anyone in between. I've never heard anyone say, oh, boobs? Yeah, boobs suck. No one ever says that. Boobs are awesome. <laughs> no. Dicks, true. you get a varying opinions on dicks or vaginas, but not. I think I think I think butts are also universally uh, a good. Not yeah. not as not as as prominent as breasts, but butts are also just the the out the you know the exterior. I'm not talking about buttholes. I'm talking about butt cheeks and everything, like the look and the aesthetic of it and everything. That is something that is also universal. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. I agree. So, uh, I mean, I could certainly talk about one fun thing that I get to do uh, that I've been trying to do over the last few days and have been as yet unable to. What's that? Painting my roof. Oh, boy. Yeah, you know, I have a metal roof. And uh, every – well, I guess you're supposed to probably do it like every three to five years. I, I may be wildly off on that. I usually look at the roof and go, oh, yeah. I see that there's a couple spots where I can see a little surface rust. I think it's time to do it. And I will confess that I probably haven't painted mine in, oh, 10 years. Maybe. I don't know uh, how long it's been. Uh, but – I uh, I was planning on doing it, and in the summer it was just too motherfucking hot. Nobody wants to get up on a metal roof and and paint when it's that hot. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I am literally um, uh, like the fairest skinned person that I could think to put on a roof. And I got last time I did it where I wasn't really careful. Uh, I was up there without a shirt on many many years ago. I ended up with sun poisoning, the worst I've ever had it. Yeah. And uh, so, so I thought this year I was like, oh, I'll wait till the fall to do it. Well, things happen, stuff happens with family, and other things are going on, and I kind of forgot about it. And here I was like, this week I'm like, oh, I got to get that fucking roof painted before it gets too cold. Well, every day it has spritzed and rained, so my roof was wet. I can't paint it. Then we had today 
where it wasn't terribly bad, but it was windy as fuck. So I'm going to be up there painting it in leaves and pine needles and bird dookie and God knows what else. <laughs> it's going to fly into the paint, and then I'm going to be stuck, you know, trying to fix that. So I don't know what I have to do. Do I have to, like, put out a sacrifice to something, pray to the heavens, you know... I don't I don't know what anymore to get it so that I just have maybe two days where the winds are calm and the weather is is temperate and not raining or anything to the extent that I can get this roof painted. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I've had I have a similar kind of I don't know comedy of errors, I guess you could say, that's going on at my place in that I have to get my car inspected my landlord actually brought it up he's like hey i gotta bring this up to you you need to get this taken care of i love how people have become like everybody is so obsessed with that like mind your own goddamn business i know i know but apparently, that's just my opinion apparently it needs to get taken care of so i don't drive the damn thing anymore i have not driven that car in two months well here's the thing the battery is completely dead on it Oh boy. I tried to turn the car over yesterday. Nothing. The nothing is is engaging because the battery is completely dead. And this is an electric car, or rather, it's a hybrid. So mm -hmm. I have no idea how to do that to fix that. So I'm just gonna have to get it to the shop that I want to have it work on it, and just get it towed. Well, my and suggestion, go ahead, is is to look at look up your particular model and see if you are able to jumpstart it. If you can jumpstart it, it should be able to charge the batteries by itself. Now, I don't know how that works with them because they have a different battery structure. Yeah. But I think you might still be able to jump it. Again, you'd have to look up your particular model and just, like, type in there, you know, uh, 2011 Honda, whatever. Uh, can can it be jumpstarted, you know? Yeah. And I would go from there first. I'm not saying don't take it to a shop and get it fixed, but if it was me – I would I would try to jump it or charge it before I did anything like that. Yeah, yeah, um, and I can always call uh, my insurance company and, and and facilitate a jump. Um, have them bring out you know one of those starter kits. Well, um, if you have to pay for it, you could also uh, I don't know you probably have friends that have jumper cables that are capable of doing stuff maybe. Well, true, yeah. But at first, I have to search the Google and, and find out if I'm able to even do that. Yeah. But yeah, it's weird. It's so bad I can't even unlock my doors. Or lock oh, my doors. I hate that. Yeah. It's dead as fuck. And the thing That's is, I don't know why it died because it worked just fine the last time I operated the vehicle. It's just been about four weeks since I you know, well, started the engine. Don't I know forget you're supposed you have... to start it that that run it at least once a month, but I didn't think that the fucking battery would just die for no reason. Here's a little car care tip for everybody. <laughs> uh, if your vehicle is going to be sitting for an extended period of time, you got to remember that there are little things called parasitic draws on, on your battery, which would be uh, memory for the computer, uh, memory for the radio and everything. Uh, possibly you left an interior light on even a small one. All mm. of these things... And not only that, batteries naturally discharge. Uh, at, I mean, not at a rate like that, but more than likely, it's something that is drawing off of it that you weren't like you wouldn't you wouldn't think of if you weren't thinking like 
if you hooked your computer up to a battery and didn't really run it, it's still going to draw a little bit of something. You know what I mean? Yeah. In order to keep the in order to keep the the uh, the RAM going, so that when you go to turn it back on, everything pops right back up, and it doesn't have to restart everything you know from scratch. It's kind of the same way with your car. Okay. So your computer in your car is still drawing a little bit, and probably just enough. Like you'd be surprised. Your battery's supposed to be at twelve point six volts, and you go to check it. Everything is dead. Like absolutely dead. Won't even turn on. You'll check in, and it'll be at like ten point four. Like it's almost there, but it just makes that little bit of difference that it isn't able to turn the corner and and start. Well, you know, this all makes an awful lot of sense because one time I left my uh, my head my four ways flashing for about an hour, and they drained the battery completely. Yeah. So which on those on the vehicles that are that are hybrids like that, I can't I I don't profess to know anything about them uh, beyond you know what everybody probably knows about them that they run on battery at certain times and that they run on gas at certain times and charge and all that business. But uh, when it comes to fixing them, I have nothing because I don't own – I own good old, uh, you know, petroleum-guzzling pollutant machines. <laughs> <laughs> Not because I don't care, but just because of the nature of things that I have to do, I need trucks. Right. It's just what it is, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to get my truck. Got to get my buck. Got to play with my butt. I got four trucks that I can drive around here. Actually, sorry, only three because my one truck is uh, is out of service right now. But I got three other ones uh, it's that full I can of drive and do things. And, uh, and uh, you know, hey, there's a funny farm story for you. All right. This is a good one. It's a very short Not story. Down on Mike's farm. Down on Mike's farm. I went to uh, to change the chicken water tonight. Uh, we normally change buckets every other day and refill on the day in between, depending on how dirty they get. Chicken chickens, water, thankfully, soup. Chickens, hmm? Soup, you mean chicken water, soup. Yeah, yeah. Chickens generally don't mess their buckets up too bad. Uh, it's, it's the geese that really slop them up because they can't help themselves and they, uh, like, vomit mud and rocks and all kinds of other shit in them which is really gross i would have thought but, it was ducks well ducks do the same thing but geese are really the worst about it hello adventure my uh, my one kitty just came in and she's coming to say i'm sorry after she dumped an entire fucking uh 20 some ounce cup of tea onto my recliner and the surrounding area before we started recording i was kind of pissy when i first got on here because of it but um uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I went in to, to change the uh, chicken water, scrub their buckets and change the water. And I go to go into the chicken house to turn the lights off. And there was two fucking squirrels inside the chicken house in there eating their food. And they were quite shocked to see me as I was them. And um, they took off. Uh, you know, they weren't real happy. But that was that was a surprise. I've never seen a uh, squirrel inside the chicken house. Squirrels are smart, dude. I'm they sorry, are... little one. They can uh, they can read. Did you know that? I did not know they can read, but I do know that they're hella smart. They are smart. Yeah, I don't know about reading. I don't think they are capable of reading. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. Who knows? I, I also know that they are uh, extremely aggressive and will not back down 
in, would... in a fight, even with a human. I've been in the situation a few times now, and they are vicious. You know, I will say this. There are animals on this planet that we say are as smart as humans, but they say that there's nothing any smarter than humans. I can test this by saying that anything smarter than a human would be smart enough to know that it should not let us know that. Yeah. It would be like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep swimming in the fucking ocean like I've been. You know, I'm happy. I've got a blowhole. Yeah, okay, a couple of my cousins are in slavery. That kind of sucks. But uh, overall, the humans leave our kind alone and think we're cute. You know, <laughs> I think what makes them smart, yes, he's staying the fuck away from us. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately for some other animals that are unable to uh, avoid us, they just like, like dogs are ridiculously smart. Cats are ridiculously smart. Yeah. Rabbits, they're fucking stupid. I've been saying this my whole life. Rabbits are stupid as hell, but squirrels, they're smart. They have to be because they, because we are as a species, one of the few species on the planet that doesn't have a particular niche. We've made everything our niche. And we can adapt to almost any environment that this planet has to offer. There's very few places on the planet that we can't thrive or at least survive, um, but usually thrive. And, I mean, we're talking from, the like, the Andes Mountains down to, the, like, you know, about 1,500 feet below sea level. Mm-hmm. In some fucking valley somewhere in the Midwest. But um, it's just it's just a really interesting kind of strata. <laughs> you made me think of something when we were talking about squirrels. Do you ever see those things where the people make squirrel traps? Like they'll make a laundry basket that's uh, attached to a catapult. Oh, yeah. A catapult? And they'll put the feet in there. Hold on, hold on, and... hold, on, hold, on, hold, on hold on. A catapult? Yeah. It's not like an actual catapult, but like they'll attach rubber bands to the wash basket and the squirrel get in there to eat and they'll release the switch and it'll fling the fucking squirrel over their railing and out into the yard. Yeah, I've seen I've seen stuff like that before. It's, it's actually kind of it's actually kind of funny, but I think usually the animal is unscathed from what I gathered, but I don't I don't know that for certain. And I feel horrible for bringing it up and laughing about it like that, but it's been pretty funny. I feel horrible about it, but it's hilarious. Well, you know, <laughs> either you feel horrible. Okay, are you? So you're amb- you're ambiguous about how you feel. You're. you're <laughs> I you want to feel horrible. <laughs> yeah, you want to feel horrible. You want to. You're 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 feeling bad about not feeling horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine if I got caught in a catapult in an alternate universe and the squirrel was watching it, they would find joy in it. Who doesn't get take joy from someone being flung through the air? You know, I, I, I saw a video of this woman who was obviously very fucked up on something, and she was yammering on and on about the Illuminati to this guy in the street. He's filming her. And Did they catapult her? No. She had uh. a puppy in her arms, and she threw the puppy at him. And what? Yeah. She threw the fucking puppy at this dude. And and then he takes the dog because the dog's like yelping and terrified. And I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. I forced myself to watch the rest of the video. But he like takes the dog, puts it in his car, 
gets in his car. She follows him up to the car, and she's like leaning drunkenly against his car, saying, "It's just you know the Illuminati and the deep state and everything. You know what I mean?" And I'm just really upset. You have my dog. It's like, it's not your dog anymore, bitch. You threw him at me. Yeah. Who the fuck throws a dog? Yeah, it was fucking crazy, dude. I've never seen anything like it. I was so angry at that. I was like, you know what? That's one of the few times my my like my peace would break. You know, like my ability to remain calm would break. If someone threw a dog at me, I would give them the beatdown of their fucking life. <laughs> Not because of me, but because of the fucking dog. That dog With yelped. With the dog? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just kidting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Start hitting him with the dog. Yeah, that's what you get for treating a dog like that. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> Not to worry, it was a mastiff. Didn't hurt the dog at all. Yeah. I actually hurt my back, though, swinging it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure I could pick up a bull mastiff. They are massive. They're like fucking horses. Yeah, they're ma- They're ridiculously huge. And I've actually seen them in person, so I, I speak from experience. Well, they're fucking bred to be war dogs, aren't they? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could ride one. So, uh... I'm setting up my uh, my sewing room. I finally have a room all to myself for my sewing machines and for me to to make things because the holiday season's coming up, and I think nothing says you know uh, good uh, gift for the holidays than like a, a handmade quilt or something like that. And I've done things like that. Uh, quilting not as much, unfortunately, but I think this year I'm going to expand into some lap quilts, etc. for when you're sitting on a chair because full-size quilts take forever to make and take a lot of material and patience and skill that I do not possess yet. So I'm moving everything up into my room. I had to carry everything upstairs and then up, up. Looks like I'm going to have to save that story for another time because we're out of time. Thanks for the story. Damn it. Thanks for, Thanks for the story. This. Thanks for the story. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the story. Yay. Hey. Thanks for listening to Story Time with Tom and Mike, folks. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like giving a squirrel a free ride in a catapult. I think I'd actually find that enjoyable as long as there was a soft pad to land on at the other side. To learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's. it's I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or son of a yeah. bitch.